The Holy Gospel according to St. Luke, the second chapter. In those days a decree went out from Caesar Augustus that all the world should be registered. This was the first registration when Quirinius was governor of Syria. And all went to be registered, each to his own town. And Joseph also went up from Galilee, from the town of Nazareth, to Judea, to the city of David, which is called Bethlehem, because he was of the house and lineage of David, to be registered with Mary, his betrothed, who was with child. And while they were there, the time came for her to give birth. And she gave birth to her firstborn son and wrapped him in swaddling cloths and laid him in a manger, because there was no place for them in the inn. And in the same region there were shepherds out in the field, keeping watch over their flocks by night. And an angel of the Lord appeared to them, and the glory of the Lord shone around them, and they were filled with fear. And the angel said to them, Fear not, for behold, I bring you good news of a great joy that will be for all the people. For unto you is born this day in the city of David a Savior, who is Christ the Lord. And this will be a sign for you. You will find a baby wrapped in swaddling cloths and lying in a manger. And suddenly there was with the angel a multitude of the heavenly hosts, praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest, and on earth peace among those with whom he is pleased. When the angels went away from them into heaven, the shepherds said to one another, Let us go over to Bethlehem and see this thing that has happened, which the Lord has made known to us. And they went with haste, and found Mary and Joseph and the baby lying in a manger. And when they saw it, they made known the saying that had been told them concerning this child. And all who heard it wondered at what the shepherds told them. But Mary treasured up all these things, pondering them in her heart. The shepherds returned, glorifying and praising God for all they had heard and seen as it had been told them. This is the Gospel of the Lord. In the holy name of Jesus, amen. Perhaps the most startling thing about tonight is that God still wants us. It has been a year that in so many ways feels irredeemable. Coarse and predatory actions by the powerful and the famous. From politicians and stars to churchmen. Actions that once would have left us shocked and ashamed have now been exposed as so routine that our surprise and shame are mostly gone. And many are ending this year slumped together in a loop of anger, weariness, and despair. But tonight, somewhere east of here, in the darkness there is singing. It is not the cadence of another despot on the march, triumphant and threatening to victimize the powerless. Instead, it is a chant of blessing, 
a song of relief and rescue, of love and joy and hope. Glory to God in the highest, who brings peace to his people on earth. In our age, that is a welcome song, a reassuring word of consolation, that despite our troubles and our failings, God still wants us, wants each one of us individually, and also wants all of us together as one tribe, at peace with him and with each other. The good news of Christmas is that God is here to fix our troubles with a touch of glory. This is particularly happy news because glory no longer appears naturally in our universe. We close that door behind us when Adam exercised his option to walk away from Eden. Since then, each one of us has been born with the instinct of reasonable hate. Our instinct is to curve in upon ourselves, to protect and serve ourselves first, and even to do that at the expense of others, if it pleases us. This explains our world and our troubles. Sin turns out to be coarse and predatory and the dismal truth about each one of us. And try as we might, we cannot save ourselves from hating each other for long. We haven't got the tools or the strength. And some days we even end up hating ourselves. But Christmas is the day that our story gets a different ending. Though we cannot save ourselves, Christmas means that we can be saved. And it's all done to us with this touch of glory from above. Christmas is proof that God still wants us. The glory in our world this Christmas is only here because it has been imported, shipped to us from far away and delivered to us at Bethlehem. Tonight, divine glory lies in the manger. That glory can be frightening the very first time we encounter it. Think of how the angel Gabriel scared the Blessed Virgin Mother when first they met. Or how the shepherds in the field tonight are sore afraid. But glory is nothing for us to fear. There is nothing to fear because glory is just another word for innocence. And though innocence is quite opposite of all that we are, with innocence, God intends to redeem us, not to abuse us or enslave us. It is remarkable stuff, his glory. God's innocence comes pure and powerful 
but without destroying us. God's innocence identifies his enemies, but then embraces them as friends. God's innocence is alien to us, but its strange touch turns out to be our cure. And perhaps this is most important. On Christmas, God trusts us with his own innocence. On Christmas, God trusts himself to you. Tonight, this divine and holy child now lies in your arms, begging for your care and especially for your love. With peace and with loving kindness, God is trusting himself to you as his way of asking you to trust him back. God taking flesh is God's way of saying, despite everything that has happened between you and me, despite all the sinful stuff you've done, I still want you. We can bring all the arguments we like against this Christmas gift. What about my own suffering and the suffering of those in the world around me? What about evil? And what about fear? What about justice? And someday, what about death? As Jesus grows up, he will offer answers to all of those questions. Answers that take us seriously. Our freedom, our quests, and our wounds. Answers that sound much like forgiveness and virtue and resurrection. It takes some time to work through all of them. But tonight, let's start with this. Christmas isn't an idea or a theory or a concept. It is a breach, an intervention, a second chance, an invitation, and then still more. Christmas is a person. This is the history of the birth of God who is in love with us in a bid to have all his siblings home again for Christmas, all of them, especially you. With everybody in and nobody out, toward a day when there is no one left who even knows what it's like to feel lonely and unloved. Christmas is a person. Christmas is love incarnate. Christmas is God still wants us. As he grows, Jesus will go about the business of saving us best he can. All that he does will end in a single point. Alien, tangible, divine, and fleshly from Mary, from the manger, from the altar, and from forever. Physical, sacramental, holy, 
innocent touch. It all makes sense. You all touch the ones you love, and God does too. So he splashes you with water in the font, and he tattoos you with the family name, and you belong. He rubs your ears with his words, begging you to listen, and you follow. He lays himself upon your tongue, transfusing you with the Eucharistic mystery of body and blood that is in with and under bread and wine. You are his church. He gives you his own death as your death, so you don't have to die. He gives you his life as your life, so come what may, you are always in God's hands. He gives you his love as your own love, so your embrace of those you love lasts forever. His innocence absorbs everything about us that is not innocent. So that when God looks down at you this Christmas, he only sees what is perfect and holy, what is lovable and divine, as if you were in the manger too. God sees you as his divine child. This is the real meaning of Christmas. God always wanted you. God still wants you. God will never stop wanting you. And God is here just dying to have you back. So glory to God in the highest who tonight brings peace to his people on earth. To each one of you. It is a happy song. And with the angels, I pray that you would sing along. In the holy name of Jesus. Jesus.